people talk about confidence all the time. I've noticed on YouTube, as you can expect, that um, there's lots of lots of people saying about the importance of confidence, the importance of being able to stand up tall and being able to um, sit in a particular way and convey yourself in a confident manner so that you can achieve X, Y, and Z. And this is all obviously true, but the problem is, is that this is something that is um, it's quite costly to get confidence. It's not easy to have genuine confidence because genuine confidence is something that comes from understanding from experience how to deal with randomness and whether it's in a social situation or randomness in the wider world and being able to know that you can deal with things that come along no matter what it is learning that you can deal with the unknown is uh, something that you can't just read about. You can't stand up straighter and suddenly be able to deal and cope with randomness more optimally. That's obviously retarded. It's like reading um, about getting stronger and doing, doing, being able to do a heavier squat by watching a video of people doing a squat. You can emulate the squat, but you simply cannot lift the weight. In order to lift that weight, you're going to have to practice. And so what I wanted to do was to actually do something that I haven't seen other people talk about, and that is that at its core, confidence is a function of understanding the actual state of the world that we live in, and that is quite chaotic and random, as opposed to um, the world that most of us think that we live in, which is controlled and kind of linear and predictable. It's this unpredictability and understanding that things are unpredictable and then having experience dealing with ran randomness that allows us to develop the skills of dealing with it. And that is actually what makes us genuinely confident. Being able to come across a stressful situation for the first time is something that is unknown and something that is unexpected. And being able to be calm in the face of that particular thing is not something that is easy. A real confidence that you see that is admirable and that is good is something that is born from experience. So in this video, I'm going to go through what I think is the actual state of play, the actual state of play of the world. And if we're able to understand that and we're able to approach that in a particular way, we can practice overcoming randomness and just like going to the gym and we can go on to develop confidence in a way that is actually real. Uh, what's funny about this is that one way or another, this is going to happen to everybody. <laughs> Randomness is coming for you. Chaos is going to happen. Things are going to go wrong in your life. Things are going to go wrong in the lives of the people that you care for. And no matter how much you try to control the world around you, which is something that we should all be doing, there is no escape from the randomness. There's none. There's no escape from the chaos. The world, the foundation of the world that we live in, isn't what most people think it is. Because we live inside a civilizational bubble, the matrix, if you like. And this matrix creates an illusion over a long time that the world is something that it isn't. In reality, the walls of our civilization and control over our lives are actually really, really thin. They're not thick and solid. I remember many years ago watching an animated movie about a guy going about his day, his normal day, and in this short film there was this shadow of death that was following him all the time. And it would be around when he's tying his shoelaces before he walks down the steps of his apartment. Death is right there. It is in his reaction time and in the hands of other people as he's driving down the road. For example, a dog escapes from its leash and runs across the road in front of his car. And this really stuck with me, this idea that 
I was probably about 19 years old when I saw that, and I remember thinking that, God, you know, this this is actually true. It's everywhere. Death is everywhere. There's this there's this um, very thin veneer, this very thin line where death is around us all the time. Death and chaos is there all the time. It's right with us. And this really struck me, and I became aware that a lot of the things and the ways that we live and the assumptions about the way that we live and about the world that we live in, the world that we've created, are actually not quite as true as we like to think because we're in it all the time. There's another relevant story that I've told before to other people for years, and that's the idea of a polar bear that is taken from the wild. You take a polar bear from the Arctic and put it into a zoo. You take this noble, beautiful creature, put it into a zoo where there's plastic, not ice. It's painted to look like ice, but it's just white plastic. The temperature is controlled. Food is killed by third parties and tossed into the pen of the polar bear. And the polar bear, in this temperature-controlled environment, is comfortable. It's unhappy, but it's comfortable. But then, if the polar bear has polar bear pups, they grow up in this world. They grow up in the zoo. They grow up being fed three times a day with a nutritional program that's been developed by experts with clipboards and the latest science. They grow up in this environment that is temperature controlled, that is not too hot, not too cold. They grow up in a way that retards their development. They don't learn from their mother how to hunt. They don't learn about the different seasons. They don't learn about the complexity of the world that they live in. Those babies grow up and develop a way of understanding the world that is designed to keep them alive and comfortable, but in many ways they're not really alive at all. They're not able to even be a polar bear. They're sort of, they sort of turn into something, something quite different. A similar thing has happened to us. I'm not saying there's a complete problem with the world that we live in, because obviously the development of our civilization and civilizations before it has allowed us to free up lots of time and it's allowed us to develop different ideas and technologies because we have more free time as opposed to just trying to survive. But we have lost something. And the thing that we have lost is a relationship with reality that is that, that has been broken by the comfort that we have created for ourselves and our children and our families. And the consequences of that are all around us. People, I mean, obesity would be a really obvious thing. But then, of course, there's all the mental health issues that every man and his dog seems to be having these days. The fact that a lot of our lives have been simplified to a really great extent, where we live vicariously through other people, looking at what they do online, the way that we're able to be rewarded from imagining that we're fucking hot girls when we watch porn. But we don't make any effort to do that when we watch people driving their beautiful cars and living their beautiful lives. We're getting these interesting dopamine hits and a kind of empty candy-like satisfaction. And we're distracted from the reality of us in the zoo, as opposed to having to actually do the work that is required in order to actually get these things. We kind of make a strange trade-off. There's a trade. We get something. 
we get to vicariously experience these things without having or doing any of these things. The relationship between us and reality is breaking down. A really good example of how this has led to a culture in the West in particular where we are over-domesticated and subsequently making just horrendous decisions is what happened with COVID. And with COVID, we had this microscopic bit of chaos that came into the zoo. As this bit of chaos came into the zoo, randomness was suddenly upon us and people lost their minds. We suddenly realised that the amount of control that we have as individuals over our lives is largely an illusion. We learned that many people were enthusiastic about what they were being told in terms of injecting themselves with certain vaccines that now we know haven't been tested properly, that they would force these medications upon their children and their families because the zookeepers told us that it was the best thing to do. The fact that so many people bought into this and blindly, unthinkingly assumed that the zookeepers are the ones that know best. And so if we all follow what the zookeeper says, then everything's going to be fine, is deeply disturbing. The actual solidity of the world that we live in, the solidity of the zoo, the civilization that we've built, is actually an illusion. And that all of these things are paper thin in the face of chaos. So what I want to convey is that the idea that everything is controlled and controlled by you is just an incredible mistake. And reality isn't isn't controllable. It's chaotic, and that's a good thing. But it's also a bad thing, because it means that the unknown is out there and there's danger. This danger is inescapable. This chaos is inescapable. And when it comes to actually becoming truly confident, you need to be able to compute deeply that this is the case and that the world that we live in is more fragile than most people assume. Most people are highly, highly domesticated. They are unable to comprehend that bad things can happen. These are incomprehensible to them. This makes the way that they make decisions suboptimal when it comes to dealing with reality. Much of the time, their decisions will be very good, but inevitably, at some point, no matter how much you try to protect yourself against bad things happening, they are going to happen. And when those things do happen, you need to be ready. I have told my son a million times since he was very young that he must be ready for bad things to happen. Any fool can exist within the matrix when everything is just hunky-dory. The problem is, is that if you assume it's always going to be like that, you essentially become stupid. So when inevitably chaos comes knocking at your door, you, you end up panicked, incapable of being able to deal with the situation, unable to navigate your way through it. You can't deal with the stress, you fail. You will never come through it in a way that is optimal. You will essentially fail and suffer more than you need to. What matters is how we are when things go wrong, how we behave when things are going pear-shaped. It does not matter how we are when everything is fine. Any fool is able to be happy when everything is hunky-dory. What matters is when things are going wrong and when things are going badly, what is it that we do? And this is essentially what confidence is. In order to build up our ability to deal with the unknown, 
we first need to understand that it's inevitable and that chaos will happen and that things will go wrong. And then having understood that, we need to then choose to expose ourselves to different kinds of stress and randomness and then solve those problems over time. So you need to be you need to be ready for the inevitable. You need to prepare for when things go wrong. It doesn't mean that there's some kind of zombie apocalypse type situation, but it could it could it could be it could be that it could be some sort of dramatic catastrophic collapse of everything. But then it could also be the fact that there's a, a girl that walks onto the train that you feel an urge to talk to, but you don't. Randomness has given you something, and how are you going to deal with it? Randomness is not always bad, of course. This is where most of our opportunities come from. And it's the way that we are able to deal with these particular things, these unplanned events, that matters. So we need to practice doing them. And being able to practice hardship is absolutely critical, especially as men, to do. You must be ready for when things go wrong. You must put yourself into situations and make yourself do things that are uncomfortable. You need to learn to be comfortable doing uncomfortable things. The obvious way to do this is with exercise and work. Go one more, go one more rep, go one more hill sprint, go a little further than you think you can go and do it anyway. One of the reasons why cold showers are so useful is because you just don't want to do it. It's shit. You don't want to do that. But you do the shit thing anyway. You overcome yourself. Practicing this overcoming of yourself, your immediate emotional response to a stressful situation and choosing to do that thing, choosing to get up because it's raining and it's shit outside and going to do that workout anyway, over time adds to this ability that you can, that you can deal with things that happen outside and that you are going to forge your way through an uncomfortable situation to do what you want to do, to do what you need to do, you're going to do it anyway that you're going to use your will to force yourself upon the world and deal with the particular situation. And practicing this is very much the same way as growing your fitness and your muscles when you go to, a, go to the gym. It's something that you can't read about. It's something that you can get inspiration from. So this is why guys like David Goggins watching and listening to Jocko Willink and listening to people heroes like Shackleton and people that have done extraordinary things, people that have overcome things, is inspirational and important because it shows that there is a way to deal with tragedy, that there is a way where we're able to stand up and deal with terrible things that happen to us. And that the chaos that comes is something that isn't to be avoided and feared but it's something that is the actual meat and potatoes of being alive and avoiding it. Avoiding it becomes a, a very high cost. It means that we become domesticated and retarded in our ability to interact with the world. It means that the decisions we make are unlikely to be as good. It means that the life that we lead is a life that has far more fear than there needs to be. And Ultimately, it leads to a life that isn't as rich, that is boring, that is an existence. Because of the comfort of the civilization that we've created and our ability to hide away in a corner in our safe jobs, to be able to make sure that 
we do as we are told, like good domesticated little sheep, that everything will be fine. But of course, reality is coming. Things are going to fall apart. And through the practice of hardship, we create a situation where we're able to face and deal with these situations and it switches us on. It switches us on in a way that we're supposed to be switched on. We are supposed to be paying attention. We're supposed to be looking across the horizon and positioning ourselves to deal with opportunity. It allows us to stand up and survey the terrain in front of us with a more realistic perspective. And so our decisions are better and our actions are calmer. So the result, of course, of putting ourselves into difficult situations of our own choosing develops those muscles and those muscles ultimately are self-control and confidence so that we know that when the inevitable comes that we're able to deal with it ideally that we're able to deal with it with calmness and with less stress and we're able to benefit ourselves and our communities and our families learning how to present yourself as being confident and competent is very different from actually being competent and confident in many ways, the tail is wagging the dog. Real confidence is something that is developed over time through practice, through mistakes, through picking yourself up after being punched in the face and getting on with it, through failure, through standing up again, through carrying on through difficult times. And by doing small things in advance, we're able to develop ourselves in a way that the confidence that we have is actually real. So the message here is that much of what you think is solid is not solid at all it's a matter of time before you realize how fragile everything is and in order to deal with that you need to practice doing difficult things in advance of bad things happening because those things are going to happen in the process of practicing those things confidence is an emergent property of that practice just like looking fitter and stronger is a consequence of going to the gym on a regular basis you become better in reality by practicing hardship so get out, take action, do the things that are uncomfortable for you to do. Don't always gravitate towards comfort and know that by doing that, that you're actually becoming a practitioner of your own growth and that you become an expert over time at being able to deal with difficult situations and the unknown. You become better and better at overcoming yourself and your feelings to make better decisions to deal with difficult situations and so we're able to become more complete and more rounded and so that every day we are better tomorrow than we are today.